I'm Pastor Joel of Heart City Church. We're sampling the Psalms, and today we come to Psalm 141. Now in Psalm 140, David spoke of the wicked who sought to slander and bring disaster on himself and God's people. And David prayed that God would let these evil men drink their own medicine. Now we're going to hear David pray the same in Psalm 141, but not before he turns the spotlight on himself. David will confess, I too am prone to open my mouth and say what I shouldn't. And my heart is drawn to evil, so that I will do wickedness. Listen to David pray. God, do something about evil men. But first, do something about evil me. Psalm 141 I call to you, Lord. Come quickly to me. Hear me when I call to you. May my prayer be set before you like incense. May the lifting up of my hands be like the evening sacrifice. Set a guard over my mouth, Lord. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Do not let my heart be drawn to what is evil, so that I take part in wicked deeds, along with those who are evildoers. Do not let me eat their delicacies. Let a righteous man strike me. That is a kindness. Let him rebuke me. That is oil on my head. My head will not refuse it, for my prayer will still be against the deeds of evildoers. Their rulers will be thrown down from the cliffs, and the wicked will learn that my words were well spoken. They will say, As one plows and breaks up the earth, so our bones have been scattered at the mouth of the grave. But my eyes are fixed on you, Sovereign Lord. In you I take refuge. Do not give me over to death. Keep me safe from the traps set by evildoers, from the snares they have laid for me. Let the wicked fall into their own nets, while I pass by in safety. Psalm 141 is a perfect follow-up to Psalm 140. In Psalm 140, David speaks to God of evil men who are slandering him. In Psalm 141, David speaks to God of evil me, how he is no different from them apart from grace. Charles Spurgeon once said, Well, if any man thinks ill of you, do not be angry with him, for you are worse than he thinks you to be. David recognizes how bad off he is and says, God, put a guard on my mouth. This ought to give us pause. We live in a very divided culture where judgment and slander is constant. Progressives versus conservatives. We have gun control, climate change. Everyone has an opinion and casts the opposition in a bad light. Are Christians asking God to help them guard their mouths? For the last couple of years, many of the most vulnerable, the elderly, were dying from the spread of covid and a whole lot of folks slandered those who refused to get the vaccine. And many evangelical Christians got angry, did not guard their mouths, and were among the loudest voices in claiming autonomy over their own bodies. And now comes the overturning of Roe v. Wade. And many of these anti-vaxxers now reject the argument of those saying, my body, my choice, while they judge abortion advocates for failing to love the most vulnerable infants in the womb. Do you think they might have done better to have guarded their lips for the last couple years? We like to point out those who are the bad guys and slander them. Black hats on these people, white hats on them. Alexander Solzhenitsyn, writing about the Russian gulag, said well, If only it were all so simple. If only there were evil people somewhere insidiously committing evil deeds 
and it were necessary only to separate them from the rest of us and destroy them. But listen, but the line dividing good and evil cuts through the heart of every human being, and who is willing to destroy a piece of his own heart? Solzhenitsyn puts his finger on what David understood when he prayed, Do not let my heart be drawn to what is evil. David admitted that the division between good and evil ran through his own heart. And he asked for God to send a righteous man to rebuke him. It would be a kindness. Have you ever prayed for that? Has God ever sent someone to rebuke you? And you saw it as God's kindness? Yeah, I'm wrestling over my own answers to those questions. But I'm also encouraged to better fix my eyes on God and what he is up to as this convicts me. And I start to pray for help and start to pay attention to warnings of the snares that are everywhere. Friends, we live in a day where we have such great opportunity to give witness to the grace of God. You see, people expect us to be slow to listen, quick to speak, and quick to anger. What if we as Christians chose to live to a distinctly different rhythm than the world? Quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. James 1.19 we would be living such questionable lives that we would find opportunity to speak of the hope of Jesus Christ. I think we are prone to make others out to be evil, often because we are afraid to face the evil within. But the good news of the gospel is what Tim Keller says so well. In Christ, I am not just more sinful than I ever dared fear, but more loved than I ever dared hope. My friend, remember who you are and who you belong to.